Welcome to my podcast, Coach G, Transforming Athletes and Purpose-Driven People. The goal of my show is to inspire rugby players, athletes and everyday people so that you can chase your goals, overcome those obstacles, turn your vision into a reality. I'll be inviting unbelievable guests in the world of sports as well as the corporate space, sharing their tools and their knowledge on performance, mindset, mental resilience and entrepreneurship. I am your host, Coach G. Gertrude Stienkamp. I'm a former international rugby player and World Cup winner with South Africa in 2007. I've been retired since 2017 from the game of rugby and today I'm a professional rugby and scrum coach. I am passionate about helping rugby players improve their performance on the rugby field as well as front row rugby players to dominate the scrum. Another passion of mine is to help people develop mental resilience so that they can transform physically, mentally and emotionally. And every single week I'll be launching two new episodes. On Tuesday it will be a Q&A interview with an unbelievable athlete or a specialist in the corporate world. And on Fridays, it will be my solo episode where I'll be sharing my knowledge and experience in elite sports, but also life in general. So today, I'm going to be talking about a topic which is very important to me because a lot of rugby players all over the world that follow me on social media are constantly asking me the same questions. They say, coach, what do I need to do to perform? How can I become a professional rugby player? So I decided to keep it very simple and to do the solo podcast and share some of my knowledge and experience with you. I need to be honest with you. During my careers, I had highs and lows. I had disappointments. And yes, I have been fortunate enough to be part of great teams. I've won a World Cup with South Africa in 2007. I've won three Super Rugby's, a Curry Cup and a French Top 14. But all of that takes hard work. It takes dedication. It takes commitment. And it takes discipline. And that's why today I'm going to be talking about performance habits of a rugby player. If you listen to these guidelines and tools that I'll be sharing with you in this podcast, you can give yourself the opportunity to become a better rounded rugby player or an athlete. And a lot of the tools that I'll be sharing with you, even if you're not a rugby player, this can be applied into the sport that you love. I'm being followed by so many other athletes and I'm currently mentoring a lot of athletes in other sporting codes. So I'm going to start with the first one. One of the first performance habits that you should have is mental preparation. If you're not mentally prepared to perform, if you're not preparing yourself in the week to make sure you're that optimum state when the game arrives, you will struggle. It is not easy to be mentally prepared. And that is why you need to follow specific routines. And I'm going to go more into detail in a bit. Okay, so I want to give you guys a bit of context in terms of what mental preparation is. It's making sure that you have prepared your mind to perform. 
So you need to prepare for your sessions because if you are pitching up to those weight sessions, conditioning sessions or rugby training sessions and your head is not in the game, that is when you're going to get injured. You're going to get hurt. So you need to switch on. So that means you need to set certain goals for yourself that you want to achieve in those sessions. And the same applies for your games. Prepare yourself for your games. Set certain targets. Set certain goals. Say to yourself, what do you want to achieve? And those goals need to tie in with your vision as well as a rugby player. How can you develop your mental strength or mental resilience as I call it? What is mental resilience? Is having the ability to absorb pressure and push forward and achieving your desired result. We all face challenges in the world of rugby. But it's about overcoming those obstacles, getting up when you are down. So tonight I was on a chat on Clubhouse where we speak about rugby performance. And tonight we talked about how to become a professional rugby player. And a youngster actually asked me this question, coach. So how can I develop mental resilience? I hear all the coaches are telling me that I need to be mentally stronger or mentally tougher. And I want to have mental resilience, but I don't know how. You can develop mental resilience through routine, pushing yourself every single week. You need to have something where you are pushing your limits. You need routine to keep you accountable. I do zoo, zoo, which is high intensity training and low impact. And the athletes that I mentor, they do zoo as well because they are reprogramming their mind and their body to get used to being in those red zones and pushing forward and stepping up to that line. I believe that rugby players should have a daily routine so that they can keep themselves accountable. Because accountability is part of the process. If you want to develop good habits, you need a routine. Routine leads to sustainable habits. So what methods are out there that you can actually prepare yourself mentally? There are different methods like visualization, breathing, journaling, and I believe obviously in movement, which is zoo. So if you have specific routines that can get yourself mentally centered. So for example, a lot of players that I'm currently working with, They have shared with me that sometimes before a game, they have anxiety. And they said, coach, how can I get over this? I said, okay, guys, you need to positively reinforce yourself. You need to remind yourself what you're capable of doing. How do you do that? Close your eyes. Visualize certain events on the field, certain situations where you are doing great things. Or watch some of your highlights of a previous game. And then I tell players, go to a quiet space, do some movement, focus on your breathing, calm down, center yourself. This is so important. So guys, mental preparation, it's applicable to your training sessions and to your games. You need to make sure that you pitch up and that you are ready. All right, so I'm going to be moving on because otherwise it's going to be a very long podcast and this is not the goal of today's podcast. So now physical preparation. You need to prepare your body. How can you prepare your body? You need to make sure that you are working on your mobility and range of motion. If you don't have good mobility or range of motion, you will get injured. 
We want players to train with high intensity. We want players to play at high intensity. But if you want to sustain that is those intensity levels, your body needs to follow the rhythm, follow the pace. And mobility and range of motion is key. Why is that key? Because you need to condition your body in the gym. So you're doing strength training, proper strength and conditioning. If you want to be more efficient in the gym, you will require mobility to do certain Olympic movements, get into a deep squat position. Please, rugby players, if you are listening to this, please stop those quarter squats, those half squats. Focus on doing full squat. Rather drop the weight, control the movement, and make sure that you are controlling the bar. So range of motion is key for everything because that's what we need in the game, having that ability to generate power through movement. You need to do rugby conditioning, specific conditioning which allows you to perform in the game. So for example, a lot of props sometimes are doing a lot of running. So I hear a lot of players when they go on holidays, they say, what did you do? Now I went for a run coach. i like, that's not good enough. You can't just go for a run. Because often when props, heavy boys are doing long distance running, they're exposing yourself and that risk of injury. So you need to make sure that you're doing conditioning, which is specific to your position on the rugby field. So you need to make sure that you are well conditioned. You need to be a well-oiled machine. There is no worse feeling than being unfit and not being physically ready. Feeling that your opponents are stronger than you and are way fitter than you, you will underperform. So you need to make sure that your conditioning is on point. Right, so now I'm going to be moving on to the next performance habit of a rugby player. That's nutrition. You need to take care of your body. If you are feeding yourself with junk, if you're putting junk in your body, what do you think will happen? I always use this example. If you look at the Formula One driver, he takes care of his mental state. He takes care of his vehicle, his car, because if the car is not in a great condition, it cannot perform. So the fuel that you are putting in your body, you need to make sure that it's precise, that you're giving yourself the right nutrients and the right nutrition so that you can train with purpose and that you can play with intensity. I don't believe in diets, especially to rugby players that are overweight, especially the big boys, the props, we all know it. All right, I used to be back in the day in the chub club, I had to do extra conditioning sessions to make sure that I was at the right weight. But I do not believe in diets. I believe in nutrition protocols or good lifestyle choices. You need to maintain good balance. I believe in the 80-20 rule, 80% of the time you need to eat correctly. You need to make sure you're giving yourself the right food so that you can recover quicker, so that you can have the right energy levels. Often I see a lot of rugby players eating McDonald's, eating a bunch of junk, and they don't understand why they are tired. By taking care of your nutrition, you are feeding your body and giving yourself the best possible chance to be consistent in terms of your energy levels. I would advise you to consult a nutritionist and especially someone in performance or precision nutrition so that you know what you need to do to feed your body. And each person is different. What works for me might not work for you. So that's why it's so important to consult a specialist. 
Right, now on to the next performance habit, recovery tools. We want you to train with intensity. We want you to perform, but you need to make sure you're taking the time to recover, especially after a game. A lot of rugby players are consuming loads of alcohol after a game, and the next day just lying in. So the next day, especially post-game, that's when you need to get moving. Go for a swim, ride a bike. Make sure you're doing some form of movements. I'm going to share a few tools which you can use to recover post-game and post-training session. Number one is movements. I believe in zoo. It's body weight training. It's high intensity normally, but can also be regressed and slowed down so that you can use it as a recovery. You all see me do all this crazy movements on social media and you probably think, what the heck is on going on with this coach? So movement is great. It helps you get rid of that soreness and that stiffness. A lot of players that do zoo post-game actually recover much quicker. So when they get back to training on the Monday or Tuesday, they are ready to go. You can also do trigger point therapy using a foam roller or actually seeing your masseuse or actually having access to physiotherapists. So focus on getting that knots out of your body and getting rid of those trigger points in your body and those muscles. That is so important. Then ice baths. If you have access to ice baths, do them. I used to hate them as a player, but especially towards the end of my career, I made sure I got in those ice baths. It helped me recover quicker. If you don't have access to ice, get like a big block of ice and put it in your bath at home. I know you can't do it every single week. It might be costly, but if you have an ice machine at home, keep on making ice so that you have that recovery tool in place. Then cryotherapy is also another great tool to recover. But most importantly, guys, it's sleep. Make sure you're getting enough sleeping and also try to figure out what are your optimal sleeping duration what is your optimal sleeping duration you need to figure that out for example myself i need either eight hours of sleep or five anything in between and i'm just tired so make sure you're getting enough sleep in and hydration that's another important recovery tool don't forget we often often we don't mention it but hydration is key make sure you're getting at least three liters of water in during the day and especially in summer when you're sweating a lot pre-season you need to drink so much more right and the last performance habit is balance all right we spoke about this in one of our rooms on clubhouse often we are so focused and zoned in on performing we are training or we overtraining. you need to maintain balance you need to have that off day you need to give your body and your mind time to recover how can you maintain balance? Do something that you love. Get a positive distraction. A lot of rugby players like to play golf. I was never a great golfer. So what did I do on my off day? I went to the cinema. Had a great meal with friends. I did stuff. And back in the day, PlayStation, before I had a big family, I would spend my off day playing some PlayStation with my friends. But use this time to take care of life after rugby. Get involved into different projects study finish your studies finish your degree do a course go visit other companies and see what they are doing so you can learn what you would like to do after rugby so there are so many things that you can do to have a positive distraction and maintain balance i always said this rugby is not my life rugby 
is part of my life. And if you can have that and maintain balance, you'll be able to perform when it is necessary. So guys, let me just summarize about, let me just summarize all the performance habits of a rugby player that I spoke about. And these are the performance habits that you need. You need mental preparation. You need to prepare for your sessions, prepare for your games. You need routines. You need to find a method that works for you. Visualization, journaling, or movement. Habit number two, physical preparation. Work on your mobility. Make sure you are doing the right weight training and rugby-specific conditioning. And then nutrition. Make sure your nutrition is on point and also make sure that you have the right recovery tools in place and maintain balance. All right, guys. So that is my solo episode on my podcast, Coach G. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, please rate it and leave a review and also take a screenshot and share it with your friends. I would like players to benefit from all my knowledge and my experience. And if there are any other topics that you would like me to cover on my podcast, Coach G, please let me know. And if you were not a rugby player and you were listening to this podcast, everything that I shared with you can be applicable to other athletes. Even though my audience tonight was rugby players, you as an athlete, whether you're a boxer, a wrestler, a golfer, a football player, if you apply this, you will increase your performance. And who knows? And if I look at it right now, this could also apply to people in the corporate space. So guys, that's me. I'm Coach G. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm looking forward to the next one. And as always, please take care of yourself. Stay positive, stay strong, and stay safe. See you guys soon.